recording bars look different. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome, listeners, to episode 51, Inuyasha's Soul Devoured. I have <laughs> handed Lindsay... So <laughs> I know. So I'm afraid. I handed Lindsay a new microphone that we're just testing out. Uh, we're going to see how it comes out on the end a few weeks from now when I finally edit it. <laughs> oh, boy. Lindsay, Inuyasha's Soul Devoured. Not quite a spoiler. Yeah. Just they're kind of teasing what's coming. Yeah, nothing really happens. <laughs> we meet a new character, a really gross demon that I did not care for at all. That will harken back to our... Wait, wait. The moth guy or the tree demon? <laughs> oh, the tree demon I kind of forgot about. The moth okay. guy is the one I don't like. Okay. But I, I interpreted him as like a spider guy, not a moth guy because of the web thing. But he did say cocoon, not web. Yeah, and it wasn't wasn't like strands that were I mean it was like a whole yeah massive it was almost like Yura's hair it was just, yeah I did not care for it and it because like, it was coming out his mouth yes that is exactly why and that he was just talking to people with this massive yeah. stuff in his mouth and then he bit it <laughs> off like disgusting but his soldiers were like all on board for it they're like oh you're awesome boss yeah where was that coming does he have like little Glands or ducks in that his mouth? He's or? got weird, gross glands <laughs> in his throat. Is he brushing all that up? Oh, or? <laughs> God. It's like, ugh. <laughs> and he's so elegant otherwise. He's like a dandy. He's like the villain from Final Fantasy VI. He just looks like a clown. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like the little curls of hair. I don't like the tiny eyebrows. And I don't like the red lipstick. Yeah, he seems like an asshole. Yeah, totally. And not the type that you like, but the, yeah, the, the type that you would tell your boyfriend, "Go kick his ass." He's he's bothering me. Exactly. And Koga will put his loincloth on, of course, <laughs> and go out and kill would him. be off. Yeah, it would already be off. <laughs> but all his his family would be around watching as well. <laughs> These aren't terribly gripping episodes. I think that's I guess our problem. Not. This one's a little better. Uh, we talked about Mothman. Oh, well, right, Richard right, right. Gere. <laughs> the, Sh- the Shomaru gang. Uh, they're on the trail of the oh, father's right. friend. That's right. Whose name is Bokusano, a tree boy. And uh, yeah, as they're walking through the woods with Rin and the three-headed dragon, whose name I keep forgetting. Oh, Okay, so they see <laughs> that it's a tree. It's like a Yoda tree. Meanwhile, Sango is tending to a poisoned Moroku, talking about how brave he is for getting poisoned. Yeah, I'm thinking he's built up some kind of immunity. <laughs> so this poisoning isn't quite as bad as the first one because he seems to be recovering you know, pretty easily. He's like playing he, it up a little bit. He might be milking it yeah. a little bit. I mean, look what it, look what he got. Yeah. <laughs> He talks really low so that Songo has to lean forward to hear what he's saying. But it helps her feel better, though, because she's all racked with guilt, but then he grabs that butt. This is the second butt pat. It's only the second? Yep. Really? Yep. It's only the second. He's hmm. grabbed her knees before. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then... So I remember her pinching him, but that was when it was he was stroking yeah. her knees. Take your hand off my legs. Okay. And the other one was when his 
handhole was cracked. <laughs> I will never call it a handhole again. Don't worry. <laughs> so two. I've <laughs> got two so far. I'm expecting many, many more. Yeah. So Sushomaru, the whole reason he's talking to Bokusano is he's inquiring of the swords, specifically the sheaths, because the sheaths were made of the wood. So surely this tree thing is going to know something. Oh yeah, he wants he's he's confused that Inuyasha's blood changes its smell. <laughs> yeah. It's like he smells like me and my father. I guess the tree was just there the whole time while the dad was making these swords with Todasai. I don't know how it's running around. <laughs> no, so they just this tree will be perfect, and then they decided to just make the swords right there. It happened to be a tree demon, so he was like, "Sure." Or here, <laughs> maybe it's like in Lord of the Rings. Where they can just wander around, the Ents. Oh, that's true. The most boring part of the novel and the three movies. So the tree knows more than we would think a normal tree would know. Yeah, he was really quite knowledgeable. And says that it's more like the half-demon part of <laughs> Inuyasha when unleashed would consume the, the human part of him if left unchecked. And it's... Not, it's something that Sashomaru has the ability to do, which has a sense of oneself, and Inuyasha is constantly struggling with that within himself, which we've seen in his actions before, where he doesn't know what kind of person he is. He just kind of acts on instinct a lot True. of the time. We learn that uh, go demoning up and going into demon forms, not a good idea. Nope, and if he does it for too long, that... Uh, I'll You'll just, never leave it again. Yeah, it'll become permanent. Mm -hmm. Soul will be devoured. So Inuyasha and Kagome are by the river, and they're having a sweet moment together. I thought this was cute because in like one of the first episodes, she was all worried about his injuries, and he's like, no, 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 I'm fine, leave all me right. alone. And now we've kind of got it switched. Or Inuyasha's like, come on, you need to tend to your injury, which seemed a bit un-Inuyasha-ish. Yeah, so he's grown closer, but he doesn't try to rip her shirt off like she did with yeah. him. <laughs> I'd be crossing the line. Because that, <laughs> that'd be an awkward thing for Sango to walk up. And I was like, whoa. Was it Sango who walked up? It was Sango and it was oh, and Shippo. Oh, Shippo. Shippo. That's an odd combination. Well, when I guess Shippo, they established previously that Shippo was hanging out with her because Moroku was injured. So he came in right at the butt pat moment. Like, yeah, oh, we got some water. How's he doing? He's fine. <laughs> so his ship performance is up a little bit well, since he fetched water? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just going to put him right down the middle because he doesn't... Well, you know what? He fetched water. You're right. I'll put him up. <laughs> I'll put him up one point. <laughs> He's better than he was last episode. Jesus. Like, keep your mouth shut about our weaknesses. <laughs> oh, he's been telling everybody about Inuyasha's other weakness, right? The new moon thing? <laughs> no, that, that's true. That's true. So he's just an open book, this guy. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna come across an episode where they have to plan a surprise party. Don't tell Shippo. <laughs> Don't tell me what. <laughs> I'm surprised Shippo didn't draw Kagura some drawings of Inuyasha not being able to lift his sword. <laughs> uh, but we know that would bring it back up because those drawings are uh, are pretty priceless. are top notch. True. So this conversation that they have in the, the river, I didn't really write down, but it is something like, they're worried about each other. And, oh, what are you doing? Oh, and then Sango thanks both of them. 
It's like, I'll let you guys continue what you were doing. She gives kind of a sly, like, uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. (laughs) Will they, won't they? (laughs) They've held hands. They know what's going on. So they're back on the road, and a crying boy is in the distance yelling about his grandfather. And Inuyasha just uh, acts on instinct and... Good Samaritan Inuyasha. It's a demon. No, oh, it's just a idiot with a broken back. I'm out of here. And then they <laughs> leaves him to die. No, they carry him to a village. They're nice. And this part was great. Oh, you know what? I am kicking up Shippo's ship performance because of how excited he is about the snakeskin. <laughs> Let's see. I wrote down, um, kid gave Inuyasha trash and Shippo <laughs> wants it. <laughs> Well, Kagome was kind of like, ooh, as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe snake skins are mean something different in no, Japan? No. I think she was just like playing it up for the little kid. Oh. Like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, like a teacher would or something. Oh, yeah. Thank you for giving me your trash. <laughs> and then the next shot is Shippo playing with it. <laughs> hey, Whirling around. Whatever keeps him busy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pretty much immediately they're like I smell blood it's back at the village we were just at I thought they were being followed again and it was Kagura doing some more shit or did they see the smoke no uh, Inuyasha smells human blood they look in the distance they see the smoke and then Moroku like, no it's that kid's village <laughs> the one we just met and have grown to love <laughs> but the kid's been shot with an arrow and that's what he gets for <laughs> Okay, so they're running towards this kid, stumbling with this little arrow in his shoulder, right? Mm. Kagome's on her bike, and she gets off her bike, puts up her kickstand, and sets the bike down, then tends to the kid. You gotta take care of your stuff. I think she's finally learning that. <laughs> Not just gonna, like, no time for that, but nope, nope, gotta kick up the stand. The backpack's on the on it. It's a good point. <laughs> Maybe it's a talking bike, like in uh, Kino's Journey. <laughs> a lot of things are happening really fast in this episode. It's almost like a... But it's kind of a relief from how many episodes now of just being constantly run at by main villain of the show. That's true. It has been a very Naraku-heavy season. Mm-hmm. Most, most everything they dealt with has been Naraku or some sort of... Naraku trap or insidious plot. We had a brief diversion with uh, Sesh, Shomaru, and Koga. True, true. And then Todesai and all and that. And Jinenji. Oh, can't forget Jinenji, the greatest new character. <laughs> Haven't seen him in a while. He'll probably come back. I think it would be a pretty ineffectual B team of Todesai, Jinenji, the tree. Not that I'm saying the tree is a recurring uh, character. Oh, you meet the clam. Kaede. <laughs> Hey, uh, Kaede's pretty badass. She'd be the leader for sure. Do most of the heavy lifting. She was like, what, like stabbed and she was still getting on a horse to go look for her sister? And who else? Uh, Kikyo. <laughs> no, no, no. Kikyo wouldn't Kikyo's work Kikyo's her own team. <laughs> it's true. She's not a team player. Um, and, oh, let's have the, the water god. <laughs> the little <laughs> water goddess. Uh, but in small form. Like, not in normal-sized That form. annoying human girl from the spider episode? Yeah, what was her name? 
It was like a, almost a masculine name. Oh, I don't have my... This is a new notebook, by the way. Ooh. It somehow uh, ended right on episode 49 in the last one, so now I start with episode 50. Wow. And look how many blank pages we got. <laughs> that might be enough for the season. Maybe. I can't fucking wait. Okay. <laughs> Screw the B-team idea. Let's, <laughs> well, maybe we'll do that uh, 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 extra episode with our best B-team. <laughs> we'll probably have to wait for more... Uh, side characters to get introduced. The boys go back to the village. Meanwhile, they help that small child. And it's not any demons as of yet. It's just bandits that are raising the village to the ground and they've already gotten all the women <laughs> in a pile. Corralled. Yeah. <laughs> Men are all dead. <laughs> That's how you take over a town. <laughs> so they get there. They get cornered by the bandits and Inuyasha smells a demon in their midst. And then this... And then the bandits part. <laughs> this incredibly sexy dude on a white horse. Lindsay's rolling her eyes. <laughs> uh, he gets named later. It's... Gaten Maru? Yeah. Gaten Maru. Clumsiest sounding name ever. I want to say like, Gaten means like moth or something. Ah. Yeah, Gaten Maru, beautiful white horse, comes up. And Gaten Maru has a pretty wicked hatchet that he uses, but is no match for the Tetsaiga. So it gets cracked. Oh, yeah. See, I thought it was shattered, but then he still yeah. had it. It's like just the tip. He circumcises the hatchet, and he decides to throw one of the women at Inuyasha. Because why not? Oh, yeah. No, human shields, yay. <laughs> Did you find out? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Gaten also breathes poison powder. Dude, I'd be pissed if some guy, like, breathed in my face and then my cheeks started, like, disintegrating. Yeah. That stays like, with Ew, the rest of the episode. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and he slices Inuyasha across the stomach, breathes more poison into him, and then laughs at him. <laughs> But don't worry because Moroku does like a and protects Inuyasha from all this web or cocoon material that starts coming at him from out of uh, Gaten Maru's mouth. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> and I think that was when is everyone's like, uh, <laughs> we're still cool with you. Yeah, the soldiers are like, you got you're fucking badass guy. He's we're like, unstoppable. All right. He smiles at them and then bites. <laughs> it's gross. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> this, one of the soldiers uh, says, take that and burns his foot on the poison Yeah, his web. shoe just like melts. Mm -hmm. But the, the chief, oh, I have him written down as the chief, but uh, Gatenmaru knows they're still alive within the cocoon. And, and then uh, it's like he could see them, and they're, like, visible for, like, the rest of the episode. Yeah, we artistic license just to keep the characters blah, 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 you know. Seen by the audience, and uh, Inuyasha can't move because the uh, poison is paralyzing him. And mm -hmm. neither can Moroku because he's keeping the spell. The barrier. Yep, spell up. So Gatenmaru just decides to wait him out. Yeah, has his little sit on a log, and... Yep. Oh, uh, Gatenmaru wanted the sword. I don't think I mentioned that. Oh, right, right. And then when he couldn't hand... Oh, he figures out Inuyasha's a half-demon. Yeah, through, like... Uh, he tells the soldier to pick it up. The soldier, the bandit, to pick it up. And he can, and, but Gatenmaru can't wield it. 
Mm-hmm. And Inuyasha makes the mistake of saying, like, it won't uh, allow itself to be chosen by a... Yeah. I think he says, like, a lowly demon, and then he goes... But this lowly bandit can pick it up? <laughs> he's like, hey, boss, I thought that guy was going to get killed. Because he's a little mouthy. Yeah. Like, hey, boss, come on. But this is why I kind of like Gatenmaru. Because he's not that powerful. They've come across much more powerful people. I think they just underestimated this guy and he got the drop on him. But he is kind of like them learning as he's going. He's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Uh." (laughs) And he's not killing his lieutenants just because he's in a bad mood. So, yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I have no use for a sword I can't hold. Don't Mm -hmm. care. Just going to sit here and enjoy the show. Yep, and Sango and the others are on the way. It's like, it's been too long. I think that means they're kicking ass, though. No, no, no. I think they're in trouble. We gotta get down there. Roku grabbed my butt earlier. Oh, <laughs> we gotta help him out then. Let's go. <laughs> Not Goshinki. That's the other one. Katenmaru <laughs> says, bring on the women. Uh, big mistake. This part was awesome. <laughs> he don't. He don't like girls getting hurt. No. So maybe that's earlier when he's concerned about Kagome's wound. That's kind of the stepping stone to this. Where's women in trouble? Inuyasha's little eyes start flashing. And there also there's a moment. Uh, uh, Gramps is nearby and still alive and sees one of the bandits take the sword. Oh, yes. And thinks, i got to get that sword to that guy that helped me earlier. And then yeah. we end on the shot of Inuyasha's eyes blinking red and normal. So the episode lied to us. <laughs> His soul is not <laughs> devoured. What is the next one called? I can't remember. It's oh, uh, the Demon's True Form? Okay, interesting. Maybe. I was thinking maybe it'd be another situation like the deadly trap of Kagura the Wind Sorceress versus Mm. Trapped in a Duel to the Death. They should have switched the titles, but not so much. They're just the possibility of Inuyasha's soul devoured. Oh, no. (laughs) Tune in next week, kids. I guess it was better than our last arc. I think so. They're kind of rushing through some things, but... It did feel really fast. Like, I mean, I guess a lot happened, but it didn't feel... Yeah. Like a lot happened. I just recall, like, all the time we spent uh, with Moroku's old girlfriend. Mm. And we they really fully characterized her before they introduced Kana and had Kagura come back and all that stuff. But this one's just like, Bleh! here's an episode for you. <laughs> Like, oh, shoot, we talked about Inuyasha's blood in the beginning from that tree. Guess better put his life in peril. I look forward to the next episode. We've got like three left now for season two. So they better end big. I think they do. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're leading up to a movie, so at least there's that. I don't know if they do seasons like normally do. Is the movie right after season two, or is it a few? Okay. According to the thing, I'll double check, of course, but I think it's episode 54, then it goes into the first movie, and then we can pick up the show. Okay. I believe. Exciting. I know. I really want to watch that movie. I want to see what it looks like on the big screen. <laughs> the animation's a little different. That's okay. It's like more stylized. Mentioned uh, the paprika 
extras off mic and I think what reminded me of it was the um, the animations kind of varied in these last few episodes particularly uh, was it when Kagome goes back home the second time versus the one where uh, Inuyasha is talking with Kikyo mm-hmm. in the woods his face looks different mm-hmm. and then the, um, the Kohaku two-parter also were different from each other a little bit yeah there's one point where I just kind of saw it with their faces. I was like, oh, yeah. they look cheap. Yeah, they get assigned scenes instead of characters over there. So I think how they do animation is uh, you have to be able to mimic the style of whatever artist is doing the storyboards. So if you're doing the in-betweens, you just you can't put your own spin on it. You have to just uh, copy their style as much as possible. Thanks for listening, listeners. Hopefully Lindsay can be heard on her end. How are your bars? Shit. It stopped. Did you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Timeline. I'll I'll fix it. Hit record again. Does it start all the way at the beginning of the timeline? It's doing like a second. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? And it's playing. Yeah, it's playing you. Oh, yeah. this this is a nightmare. Bye, listeners. <laughs> Say bye, Lindsay. <laughs>